All no, right. Yo, we are live on Beat People Podcast, episode Here. 65. Featuring my man Peter from Stencil. We got D still in the house. We got what Ken up? Flux Pierce. What's up, Peter? Oh, it's uh, been very busy over here and yeah. uh, just lots and lots of uh, self self created work. Mm-hmm. I've got the I've got the uh, shelter in place like slop just going on and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I didn't yeah. have all of this going on. I'm I'm on some real shelter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt. I know. I'm sorry. I should class up the joint and shave for your podcast. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you look at still. Still's like, hey, man, this was about. Yeah, this is what it's about, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, hey, thanks so much for having me here. Yeah, it's good to have you, man. It's uh, you know, I know we've been crossing paths for quite some time. Sometimes we've bumped into each other at uh, Perfect Circuit, and yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And and different yeah. stuff at Nam and stuff. So yeah, this is good to finally have you on and and kind of talk yeah. about uh, Sensel and stuff. Yeah. Uh, can you get yourself situated over there? Oh, my life is never going to be situated. <laughs> I, I'm the epitome of not being situated ever. Yeah, well, cool. we, we it's, know it's that. a good look on you. Cool, Ken. It looks yeah, good on you. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's it's cool. I've just been busy, you know, working, working, and, you know, trying to get things done. So cool. Well, yo, I, so I want to, Peter, firstly, how do you, is it Nibor? Nibor, indeed. Nibor, okay. Nibor. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to mispronounce it, but okay. Peter Nibor from Sensil. Uh, Sensil is on the, the uh, show, and we're going to talk about these uh, the Sensil morph. Well, but first, Sensil, like, give us some background on Sensil and how it all kind of came to be. Yeah, so Sensil, I, I've, I've been with them for about three years, mm-hmm. uh, but I first met the founders when they first were starting out. So I was working with uh, Livid Instruments. Okay. Uh, so, like, you can probably see this tower of, of, of stuff over here. I've got mm-hmm. basically every living controller here for posterity's sake. Um, so, you know, we had just started working with pressure sensors at the time when we did the base. And I was at kind of at this um, hardware startup meetup in San Francisco and, you know, just started talking to this dude. And uh, I think I gave, it was right when we came, actually when we came out with the guitar wing. Okay. So I, yeah. I was showing that off there. And uh, just, you know, like, hey, here's this cool new weird hardware thing. And, you know, mostly it's like IoT and, you know, things like that, like mm-hmm. techie stuff. It's not a real music crowd. And so I just started chatting with this dude because it's a networking thing. And um, and I was, you know, he's like, oh, that's a really cool device. And I was like, well, what do you do? He's like, oh, we make pressure sensors. And I was like, we need to talk. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's like. I was just starting to do pressure sensors and stuff. And it was kind of like they were already there. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And they had, you know, and it's like, oh, new pressure sensor technology. I need to learn about this because, you know, this mm-hmm. is like this is where we're going. We're trying to do everything with pressure sensors with our products. So, right. and, um, you know, so I chatted with him and the other founder, uh, Aaron Zaraga, and they were just starting out with the technology. And so it wasn't really quite like, you know, time for us to work together. And then fast forward a few years later when I was looking for work and, um, you know, cause Livid had kind of come to a, come to an end. And, mm-hmm. and then I had another job for a little while and that startup died. And so I, I thought I'd take my Midas touch someplace else. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I contacted them. I was like, hey, what's going on? You know, they're like, oh, well, we just, you know, and I, I knew about the morph because they kickstarted it, but it took them like 
probably like two, two and a half years to like actually get it production ready. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, uh, yeah, they were like, oh yeah, we really could use some help with this. Cause you know, there's a bunch of music applications and then mm -hmm. I was like, oh great. So I started working with them. Um, and it turns out, you know, so like they started with the morph and it was just really kind of an interesting story because they're, they're really like focused on touch, uh, human interact, you know, interaction with touch, mm -hmm. um, and pressure sensing as a, you know, gateway to really improving that experience. Um, because, you know, you're using it every day in your phones and on your, and your laptops and stuff like that. Right. Um, and they just kind of wanted to bring that extra dimension to it because, you know, they, they kind of, they were, they weren't, they're not musicians, but they were really into like, you know, multi-touch and stuff like that. And they're like, this can really bring like a lever, level of engagement that you don't get from 2D. And, you know, as a musician, I'm like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's interesting though, Ben, at yeah. that point that they even have the overlays, all of the overlays that, that yeah. so are the there now? The product was fully designed. They like really went all in on the product. I mean, okay. you know, cause it's like, it's a really nice thought out device. Like there's all sorts mm -hmm. of clever stuff. This is, you know, they they engaged with uh, Frog Design in San Francisco, who's done, like, you know, high-end product design. Um, you know, it's got Bluetooth, USB. It's, like, super skinny. It's the same mm -hmm. size as an iPad, too. It's just beautifully thought out. Um, but, you know, like, like, they had that stuff, but it was like, well, what does it work in? Like, how do you make it attractive to people? What, what other things are in the music industry? And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, you know I was well-connected with, like, with all the music tech people and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, I can show it to all of them and, you know, mm -hmm. sort of get feedback and start getting partnerships rolling. So, you know, that's kind of where, where I came in, but Sensel at its core is, you know, it's a, it's a technology company. Um, and so they're really working, you know, and if, if you happen to see us at CES this, uh, this year, you would have seen like some of our demos of like using it in mobile phones, using it mm -hmm. in trackpads and stuff like that. So they've been working with, um, you know, high volume customers to, bring that bring their technology into uh into you know larger scale devices like uh, mobile and laptops uh and there's some medical and things like that that they're also working on like um automotive like if people are going to drive again in two years i don't know but it's like it's really interesting to like you know be in this sort of like prove out the product in like the most sort of demanding situation, which is, you know, what musicians are going to put it to, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and then putting that, you know, in the, in the interaction possibilities, and then that stuff is going to bubble up into just being like part of laptops and part of phones. So. Okay. You know, yeah. That makes really sense. Nice. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. They've, they've created a technology that can work in many industries across many devices, Yeah. but us as musicians just get the benefit of being able to take, expressiveness to the next level because yeah. of it yeah exactly you know and so they were like they needed to make the the product like you know so that it could be accessed and tested by all these different industries so that's you know that's why the morph has an api that's mm -hmm. why you know it's like it's not just a it's not just a drum pad you know mm -hmm. they had mm -hmm. they had a lot of like initially there were a lot of like ideas of using it like sort of as a wacom tablet mm -hmm. um because you know theoretically you can do some super cool stuff like you know, you can use paintbrushes, um, mm. just like a regular paintbrush on the surface, and it's sensitive enough to detect that. Um, wow. You know, so if you wanted to just use like your natural drawing materials and instruments, you could use that on here and use that, you know, and just sort of digitize your actions. Um, but the, the problem is like ultimately that experience just wasn't quite there um, for, for illustrators and artists because it's like kind of boiled down to like hover mode. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. 
but it's like it's still it's like oh man there's really some cool possibilities there um but and that's okay though right because what yeah. what tends to happen with things either as the market matures or as the the technology matures yeah. or you know even the technology that goes into the technology matures yeah. right like as those different things mature then you obviously then begin to have a roadmap yeah exactly it's like so there's there's always more to do you know yeah. uh, and it's kind of fine you know because it's like man if i had to like make this you know like because my my role is really is i call it product strategy but it's really kind of like this factotum jack of all trades because it's like i'm doing stuff in marketing i'm doing stuff in operations i'm doing stuff in you know oh you're that dude product specialism <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm doing sound design i'm doing big, mm -hmm. you know industry partnerships and stuff like that i know um, people like that <laughs> yeah so i'm just kind of all over the place you know like you know one of like one of my colleagues he's like Oh, he, he's like, I was like, oh, I know a guy who can do that. He's like, you always know a guy who can do that. <laughs> that's I classic. Like, I was like, man, that's my career. That's what I'm working for. I just want to connect people, you know. That's it. That makes yeah. sense. That, yeah. I mean, that makes sense for you to do what you do for the company, too, though. Yeah. I mean, because that's the, the puzzle piece, the, the link between, you know, product and market, product and tastemakers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So forth and so on. Yeah. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Well, man, I'm I'm so glad to have you here because we've been actually talking about this show for for a few days or maybe a couple of weeks now since we decided that you know, <laughs> since we kind of figured out which date yeah. and um you know because all of us have been interested in um some you know one or either one or all of the overlays and and then you know um. It's just been a lot of stuff popping up where we end yeah. up talking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and D still, um, you have? Uh, do you have any of these or no? Actually, it's not on me. It's with my band. Ah, but, I see. So yeah. I, so I need to get another one. Okay. <laughs> he myself, left you with the band <laughs> for myself here. So I'm just like, uh, I miss <laughs> the morph. Yeah. Now the 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 thing is, Ken, you've tried this at Nam, right? No, I've used it um, in a few different scenarios, um, and the main like I never had a chance to set it up with my own rig or anything like that. I've done mm -hmm. finger drumming on it and that sort of thing. Like I, I love to do finger drumming and tippity tappity tippity tappity type things. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the. So the thing about that is that I've never had a chance to like deeply map something out the way that I would do it on it, yeah. but I've used it and I've I've been surprised every time at just how sensitive it is. It is really sensitive and the mat feels the rubber feels really nice. I mean it's not Yeah, just in general, um not weird. doing things like um <laughs> I like I use I use all five fingers when I'm finger drumming and the pinky obviously tends to have the least amount of force. So yeah. um that and doing ghost notes and things of that nature, it, it can be um it can be a little bit touchy on certain controllers as far as whether or not you get consistent triggers, but it, it felt pretty good in each scenario that I was in. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seems really nice. That's one of those. For, I love like, it for chaos. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing is like, you can just like pull off the mat and then just create, like, if you want four X, Y, Z pads, you know, you can put tape here, go into our overlay designer and then just like create four X, Y, Z pads. And then you can just, psh, <laughs> well, that's yeah, the part yeah. that I'm, I'm Dude, more interested in is the overlay designing. Um, yeah, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the, the capabilities there? 
Yeah. So can I share my screen on here or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you go down to the bottom, yeah. it says share screen. That yeah, lets you yeah. share screen. It also says having issues? Question mark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that. It has, uh... Yeah. Every time I click on it, it never like they just don't want to help me. Uh. They're like, listen, this is not about your relationships. <laughs> right. So we've got the the the, the uh, flux here, and I don't mean you flux. I mean the it deep <laughs> the deep deep feedback. Yeah. I love that. It's like that's so, it's the greatest like. Yeah, it's just it. like one of the greatest psychedelic experiences. Like that was like made me want to like get into alternative media in like the nineties. Was like I, I seriously thought he was about to say alternative medicines. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was, I was like, oh, a... oh, is he is he injecting LSD into his no, eyes too? I thought he was going to say alternative dance. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of of spiral therapy? <laughs> Do you have an organ accumulator? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so yeah, the Sensel app. So it's the all the overlay design stuff is done in the Sensel app, and uh, let's see. So it's really as simple as going to um, add overlay, and then you select the in this case the custom design for the innovative overlay, and it gives you a blank slate. So um, you know, it's really just you have like this whole two hundred thirty by one hundred ten millimeter space, I believe. Um, and let me see if I can dig up my innovators overlay someplace around here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go like, it's like Yoda going through, uh, Luke Skywalker. I just feel like I would draw dirty cartoons on it and then have them all MIDI mapped out. You know, uh, I didn't do a dirty cartoons, oh, but I had a really fun, <laughs> I had a really fun example at CES and at NAM this year that was, um, a robot, like a, a puppet. Like a so it was like a uh, a digital puppet, so it was like a little character, like three D character on the screen, and mm -hmm. I did it all in Max, so like you could, and it had like pressure points on the morph, you know, just like little MIDI controllers, and so you'd like press on it and move around, and it would like make the robot go all crazy, yeah. uh, and then That's and then it also cool. had a sound, it also had sound, um, whose uh, the sound design was a was a. Uh, combination of myself and Sarah Bell Reed, who's, I believe, a... a oh, she's crazy. It's incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that. Like, I, I'll sit up and watch her trumpet videos where she's yeah. got some sort of wild electronic something going on. I like, this is like superhero villain sound design. <laughs> you know yeah, it's I mean? nuts. Yeah. I, I met her for like the first time. Well, I met her at Synthplex last year, and mm -hmm. my friend Kurt introduced me. He's like, hey, you should, you guys should talk. You know, she's doing interesting synthesizer stuff. You have a cool controller. You guys should get together. I'm like, okay, great. And um, and then so yeah, I, you know, I looked up what she was doing. I was like, oh wow, this is this looks great. You yeah. know, so uh, my my colleague Steve Elkins, who does all of our like little, does all of our filming for our, most of the filming for our artist profiles. He he and I like met up with her at Cal Arts and like. I only knew a little bit about her, and I was just like, okay. So we just kind of interviewed her about her process, and we did, ended up doing like a little artist profile of her, and like introduced her to the morph, and it was mm -hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, it was just really great to just like you know she was performing with the trumpet, and it's just like she's just got tone for days, like yeah. 
she's such a good player. <laughs> yeah, she's she's an incredible player, but I'm impressed with the fact that she's also so as as great of a player as she is, she's even more so like that that great of an abstract artist. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that's that's not an easy thing to do. And she does it. She does both very well. Yes, and she has a great time doing it too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, the innovators overlay. Um, so let's see. I have like. Uh, so I scroll down here, um, and clearly I've been demoing this. I have all these like oh, cool. <laughs> garbage designs, you know. Um, so here's one I've been using. Here's like the simplest, stupidest custom design. It's like I've been using it for live streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm doing tutorials here at my desk, I have a uh, scene switcher. So you can see in here, I have oh, that's great. Blue masking tape with labels. And, <laughs> and all they are is just there's six buttons that send keystrokes, right? And it was mm-hmm. like, I need this. And so I could do it, you know? And and so, yeah, it's great because it's just like, I just have this great That's little signature, you know? And, you know, and then I can also use it for making beats too if I want to. Mm-hmm. So that's like the, the dumbest example. Um, then there was the so this is the this is the controller for uh, that that robot puppet. So okay, um, I can let's see. I bet I can find this. I probably shouldn't show all my uh... yeah yeah. I'm gonna, I'm so gonna essentially, yeah. So essentially, you can Do basically this. draw whatever you want, map whatever you want, yeah. and then you have control over um, things like sending pressure to one destination, velocity to another, that sort of thing, or what. Exactly. So it's like any control. It's like you can make a square, you can make a circle, you can make a hex hexagon, um, and then you can let's see auto. Let's see. I don't have a. Uh, oh yeah. So here's like this is the the prototype. I'll go back to sharing my screen here. So I prototyped with a different character. Um, Let's see. So you can see this was like the, the printout that I put on the morph, right? And then so the the little circles were what you would you know press with your fingers, and then so you'd press on the press on the uh, elbow, and it would move the character's elbow and stuff like that. Oh, wow, and so cool. you're like this totally like just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Crazy noise, you know, like it was just—it <laughs> was one of my happiest moments. Um, this is actually kind of cool. I mean, it also feels like it'd be an incredible teaching tool too. Yeah, I mean, because there's like, here, let's see, like here's another one, the hex angle. So this is one I use for, um, you know, just like uh, these these things are all arranged by you know fourths, then the vertical. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and it's, so it's like a what uh, like isomorphic keyboard. So with mm. the you know, that way it's just like kind of plays like a guitar without that annoying like little shift on there on the B yeah. string or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so you can just like do and the the great demo I have for this is I connect it to a um a Korg uh polylog or mm-hmm. mini log, I guess it is, and and then you know, just put a piece of of acrylic over the top of their keyboard and put this down. And you play this, and then so you can do like MPE type stuff. So that's, you know, that's what I was going to ask. You can so, do like all this gestural stuff, and it's not truly polyphonic because you can't adjust each individual note's timbre on the 
on the poly log, on the mini log, but you can still do all this cool like filtering and oscillator mixing despite mm -hmm. going up and down on the keys. And so it's like, oh my God, this totally opens up the synthesizer. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what I wanted to ask about is um because I, I do a lot with like the hydrosynth and then I've got other things that are poly aftertouch like uh sq80 and you know synthesizers yeah. like that like yeah you know um so and really a, a lot of other synths will accept uh poly aftertouch as well even if they yeah. don't have it um so will it do poly aftertouch and mpe um, uh yeah so mpe the way mpe works for people who don't know it's like if you click on or let me just like if you have like say let's just say you have five notes and you and you press them in succession each note is on its own midi channel and then each each note has um a note on it also has a vertical position done as a cc 74 it has horizontal done as pitch bend and then pressure is channel after touch so it uses channel after touch because it's using all 16 channels to you know do polyphonic expression so as long as the synth can react to that it's great but yeah you can reprogram these to be um, so in this case, the Korg monolog, mon, mon, mini log is, uh, this one is set up instead of MPE pads, they're MIDI XYZ. So it doesn't, mm. it doesn't do the channel rotation. It's all mm. on the channel. Okay. That's dope. Okay. But you still get on each, on each pad, you get X, Y, and Z, um, mm -hmm. and that you can assign to, as you can see here, X is pitch bend and Y is CC 36. Cause that's how you mix oscillators on the on the mini log, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, twenty two uh, is pressure, and I I think that was like um, uh, like a wave shaping or something like that. It was just like a cool timbral thing you can do. So you know, um, but yeah, instead of nice. so for pressure, you can make it any CC, or you can make it uh, do pitch bend, poly aftertouch, or channel aftertouch. So that's fly. That was the long answer to your question. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly what that's I wanted good, to though, know, yeah. though, because a lot of that information can get um, gets muddied, and the people who need specific use cases are gonna want to know this specific facts for each yeah. one. You know, that's one and the, with yeah. MPE polyphonic aftertouch. Um, you know, it, it gets into this water where um, not a lot of dolls are fully accepting of everything right now right. either. Mm -hmm. So you're having an issue of not everything accepts what can be thrown at it is, right. is the other side of it, you know? Right. Um, yeah, like Ableton Live, obviously, is one of the more popular ones that doesn't do MPE. Um, and that's, you know, like, we we package Bitwig 8-track with ours because it's like, this yeah. is, it's a great, like, it does MPE and, like, all of its native, all of its native, um, or I should say internal instruments, because <laughs> it's not as native instruments, but um, all of its internal instruments are all MPE capable. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then and then you can also take that same like expression data and apply it monophonically to anything. And so it's really it's really a great way to experience like that dimensionality. With um, iPad apps, it works crazy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I just did a, I actually did a live stream um using what is it uh, into a beat maker so i mm -hmm. went like way in the weeds <laughs> but way in the weeds on a set like of like not only does like how to set up the morph but like how do you sample stuff how do you like what are all, how do you do layers how do you do velocity layering how do you it's like yeah like i've been doing a lot of streaming is a uh, sort of i need to pick your brain on that yeah yeah that's um, crazy there's there's a lot of like depth in these iPad apps. The, the challenge I think is that they work differently from if you have habits built up in DAWs, you go to an iPad app and you're like, 
I, what I'm am not I doing. I have yeah, no what am I doing? <laughs> and then because they all have their unique vision, and it's like, okay, that's that's great and innovative, but I can't get anything done. <laughs> um, I don't care how easy you made it. You know? mm -hmm. uh, I have my habits. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. So I, I have a question about how you interface on all these things. So um, when you're interfacing, the the output of this thing. What are your options as far as um, you know sending MIDI like uh, over over cables? Do you have to run through software? All that all that good stuff. Well, Can I mean, you connect directly to hardware. Uh, like obviously, like any, it, yeah. Like any MIDI, like any MIDI controller, it's a U. It does USB and it does it, well. It does Bluetooth as well, so you can do either or. Um, so you can you know run wired or wirelessly, but so out that USB, you can't. You need a host. So like. I have lots of devices. I'm going to go ahead and go, go mobile here, so I can show you all the cool devices. Because, because of sheltering in place, I have them all here. <laughs> oh, hang on, I think I lost my mic. Oh, yeah. While you're setting up for that, um, yeah, I do have this little box. It's called a Cerebro, I think it's called, by oh. Mode Machines. Okay. And it'll actually take anything that sends like a little micro USB or whatever to it or any USB and you can plug it into it and it it's just like a little host box that'll spit out gin yes. MIDI. Okay, that is that is one of the things I have. So here I have the Mantamate. Um, and this takes a USB uh, it can has a USB host you can see in, in the wires. And oh, this snap. is actually like so you can send it, you know, note and pitch data. And um, and send you know just turn it all into CV and all and it does MPE Whoa. so you can if you have like a polyphonic modular you can mm. you can spit out like note pitch uh, or you know trigger or what is it gate and pitch um, and expression up and down and uh, after pressure and then it, you can do that for like three voices I guess because it's well 12, 12 outputs. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and wow, then I, right now, like, so uh, I also have this little guy that's oh, the bleep, bleep the uh, geode, the yeah. geode. So that is just that's coming MIDI out of my uh, audio interface. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're using a computer and you're just wanting to run it into hardware, then, you know, use your audio interface or a MIDI interface. Uh, I also have this guy is sort of like a big a uh, king, the expert sleepers FH2. So um, this has uh, a USB host, so I can just plug the morph in. This, this is super cool because there's like all kinds of arpeggiators and stuff that you can control with CC. So there, there's oh, like, nice. yeah, there's, I've only just like started to touch on some of its madness. Um, Peter, but again, you don't know this, but you just drained Corey's bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the other thing you don't know that I've been looking at that I didn't know it had arcs, but I've been looking at that for at least two weeks and yeah. uh, it's been I'm on my screen at, at least 15 times. Yeah, you know too much already I'm by now. At, you know? I'm looking at the look in Corey's eyes and I'm like, that's that spend money look. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the expert sleepers is, is super cool in that regard, like, because you can't again, you know, you have you can take control voltage in too and turn it into mm -hmm. MIDI for um, you can. The other cool thing about this is it has a USB C, so you can drive it from your computer at the same time you're using a oh, controller. That's great. Um, nice. And it's all configured through the browser, through like a browser interface, you know, web MIDI stuff, um, mm -hmm. and, which I have to say is kind of a beast. Um, it's 
once you understand it, you're like, okay, it's taken me hours to actually wrap my head around it. And mm -hmm. I consider, consider myself modestly intelligent. Um, so that, but it is, it's a super powerful device and there's a lot you can do with it. Um, then there's also like a thing like this, which is the RetroKits RK005. Mm. And right now this is sadly sort of storing my patch cables, but this is like my hardware tower where I have a demo like using hardware synths. So each one's on its mm -hmm. own channel. And then this just turns a USB host. It has a USB host, so I can plug the morph right into here and, uh, and then just get MIDI out. Um, you can also do like cool things like sync and weird things with this. Um, very yeah, cool little device. One more Euro rack for that. I'll show I'll show you another one that some of these guys. Have, I think some of you guys have it. So what? this would do it too. The endorphin oh, pedal. Yeah. Yes. That now that, I was about to get to that one. I don't have that one. Um, but uh, I've been I you know I've been talking to them. Uh, yeah, you can you you can host with that one too. So yeah, so you can host with that. It's that's, also that's like the one. expert sleepers. You can. Um, you can configure it through a browser um, that I have to say it's, you know, mad respect to expert sleepers, but the endorphins interface is a lot better. Um, <laughs> and they did just do an update to its firmware. So now I think it has a lot of generative things like arpeggiators and patterns oh, and stuff like that. Um, so the cool thing is, is you can kind of like on your, you know, obviously this stuff is really geared towards, you know the thunder overlay because mm -hmm. you can put weird on weird and mm -hmm. uh, nice and uh, you know so it's like you can use like i really like to like these uh you know make these xyz pads so send cc's out the cool thing is is like you know you kind of you can kind of run out of outputs control voltage outputs but when you're using you know you can use the cc's to control the arpeggiators right so you can mm -hmm. modify your arpeggiator in real time that's, that's using nice. CCs, and it doesn't like you're not using any more CV. You're just modifying the device uh, on the shuttle or the FH2. So that's like that's kind of like the performance holy grail that I was kind of getting into because um, I was going to show that stuff at Synthplex and Superboot, mm -hmm. but there that stuff's not happening. So yeah, yeah. Hey, have you yeah. have you used? Because there's another one that that comes to mind too. When I've been looking at the FH2, I've also been looking at uh the poly two poly and poly two yeah that thanks for yeah. reminding me that. that's another one that i have only um i've only like tested it and confirmed that it works mm -hmm. but i can't i don't know much about the using the device yeah. um yeah so i know i know it exists um i'm hoping to do like because you know like i said i've been doing a lot of live stream tutorials and doing artist talks and stuff like that in the next few weeks, I want to do a series with all of these devices. So, like, yeah, I think that would be really nice because yeah. that's the first thing I started thinking of. Is like, yo, which which of those devices is like would be right for me, and what are the differences? So, I started going on a whole thing about looking at these different things, and then you know, so I know that the the Polyan Poly Two is one of them, the yeah. FH Two is one of them, uh, the Shuttle Control, which I think is what Ken just showed. And then there's yeah. uh, like the Scorp. It also does MPE. I've seen people using it with with the the uh, the thunder, the, the morph thunder. So yeah, yeah. so the, the Scorp, we're actually <laughs> going to be doing a thing tomorrow uh, with a Portland-based artist, Hugo Paris. So we're doing a live stream tomorrow, and we're going to be using the Scorp her mod. He's going to be showing that with the thunder overlay, and I'll be yeah. picking his brain about oh, it. So fresh. yeah, nice, nice, cool. very yeah. cool stuff, man. Yeah, the cool thing about the Scorp is it's like because it's a sequencer, you can. 
you know, you can do gesture recording into it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can do some stuff on the morph and just record that into the scorp and then it's just gonna spit that out. And then you can do other stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So it's like a that's depth. super cool, actually. That's yeah. so, and and that's the thing about each one of these different devices that uh, offer MPE and the Eurorack. They all have their a little thing that they do that's a little special from the last thing. Yeah. That, so you kind of have to look at it and say which one of those things are most appealing to me or most useful to me in my particular setup and what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a hard decision, you know. Yeah. Without a doubt, get them all. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an interesting question. Yes. How how much pressure can this thing take? Because uh, yeah, so it's rated at five grams to five kilograms as dynamic range. Okay. Um, but it, you know, so that's like, so if you put like a five kilogram weight on it, it's gonna sort of it'll detect that. But if you put a ten kilogram, it's just gonna see it as a as a five kilogram, and and that. The thing is, is that kind of varies because it's an array of sensors, right? So, you know, it's kind of an approximate, you know, like, I guess it's like if a finger sized five kilogram force is going to max it out, right? Because if you have a, you know, a, a palm sized kilogram, for it's, it's spreading that force over a bunch of sensors. So each sensor, each little sensor element, a sensor uh, <laughs> is, you know, is detecting less pressure. Um, even though you're putting, you know, more weight on it. So does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And here's and here was my weird invention that I had in my head. Yeah. I was like, man, what if what if I brought four sensor morphs and just printed out an overlay mm -hmm. of a drum pad, just one big drum pad? Because I'm a right. drummer. Yeah. So I'm like, rather than me have like, you know, s s uh, a rolling, you know, SPD or something. Right. I can have four of these sensor morph pads oh yeah mapped, yeah. Out, mapped out that i can play with sticks or with mallets or with yes or with you know just with something that's a high pressure but i just wanted to know how much pressure that it can take because you know when a dude hits a drum it's like a shotgun going on right right you can you can definitely play with drumsticks like i don't know i haven't done like the abuse testing of it so it's like if you you know if you take mallets and you're like like this thing cracked that's crap yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, that, and that's the, the reason why i was asking is because yeah if i, if I do get one that's personally mine yeah. i'm probably gonna try that yeah <laughs> so my my i would say don't go full tyco on it um but, like go like jazz brushes on it yeah jazz brushes. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can you know go ride cymbal on it right yeah um you know, the, the, I guess the one limitation, and this is something that we intend to improve, um, but we've heard this limitation a lot, is that the so there's two there's sort of like two modes. There's the high speed mode, and there's sort of like the standard scanning mode. Um, so when you put the like the when you put the drum pad on, mm -hmm. it, it kicks it into high speed mode. So what that mm -hmm. means is it's like you can't differentiate like close contacts as well, which you know you're playing with drumsticks. Who cares? Um, so, you know, so this, so it can scan a lot faster. It's like lower resolution, but higher speed. So what, so what kind of latency are we do. talking about in the high resolution? Uh, high resolution, I want to say is a thousand hertz. Um, so whatever that comes out to, I mean, it can go for, I think it's down to two milliseconds. 
So it'll which isn't on. bad either. Like that, yeah, that's that, not bad. Is, that's the high resolution or the high speed? That's the high speed. Okay. And then what's, the, what's the high resolution? High resolution, that? I think, is eight milliseconds out of the device. And that's not bad either, actually. Right. Yeah, it's I not. mean, obviously, once you put your sound card and your USB stacks and mm -hmm. all that, you're going to get a little bit more. But it is, it's a, it's a fast device. Um, so you could do, you could do like drum rolls on with the drum pad. But unfortunately, the only way to access the high speed um high speed mode is to have the the yellow pads so that's something we would like to fix so you can do it with you know for example this plain try you can't do rolls with you know with these other ones um so that's kind of like something that's hard-coded in the preset for the drum pad. yeah exactly so we need to figure out a good, nice way of putting a switch in so that yeah like, that's oh, definitely want... something that i would want because if yeah, i'm drawing me, up me my too. own custom overlays i'm definitely going to want to be able to do that yes. you know so Peter, I, will, I, will I would, I would love to be a guinea pig for that i would love to be a, a drummer guinea pig for this joint because that, that's really be a pretty good one too yeah. When I when I saw this, I remember the first yeah. time seeing this, my brain kind of exploded because I was just like, "Yo, this the sensitivity on this thing, right? Can allow me to like, for instance, it can make my my either program drums or or live uh, like drum synth stuff sound way more expressive. Or even yeah. if I'm using a something like uh, addictive drums or BFD or something like that. I can get yeah. more expressive with the pressure. You can, yeah. The cool thing that I that I think I like to say about it is that you can tickle it, right? You can yeah. tickle it and get a response, and it's like, oh, it makes it more like just alive, you know. Mm -hmm. And so you're like kind of just, and you have like, especially if you use like your a custom overlay or you're just using like the um, the bare morph itself, like you can just like, you know, da -da -da, like tickle it and just like it just. It's, it's effervescent, you know. Okay, so mm -hmm. I uh, during during the perfect circuit uh, presentation, you did you did the thing where you took the overlay off and just put your palm on it. Yeah. And when I saw that three D render of like all the pressure points, where you basically just saw uh, uh, an image of your palm on it. Yeah. I was like, okay, this thing is this is on some freaky shit. I I'll do that. Why I'll do that now. <laughs> yeah, I love I loved it. And I was like, that gives that just made my mind go nuts. So it's like I press on the bear morph and you can see on the image there that it's just like, yeah, that's my hand. Hold on, let me I gotta share the screen. Hold on. Oh so yeah. people can see it. I did share okay, it. Okay, there you go. You got it? Yeah. Um so yeah, this is just the visualizer that's built in. Oh, that's dope. Ken, yeah, that's what dope. I was telling you about. I had saw that, and I was like, "Oh, Ken needs one of these just because of that." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and, and for me, and like, I look at these kinds of things, and I think like all the modulation possibilities. Exactly. And like, like, I love finger drumming, but for me, like, it's so you could do that, but it's more about like the expressivity of yes. how you can kind of morph a sound and and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and that really. Yeah, that appeals to me deeply. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, and even like, um, you know, here I have a, a simple grid, an MPE grid. So it's like, you know, this is just like the most basic controller. And we don't, we don't make a grid overlay. I've kind of been like, I don't know, I'm a little bit like, should we do a grid overlay? We get a lot of requests for it, but I'm like, do you, are you sure you really want that? <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems like you would get lost in a sea of pads and I don't know. It's like, I don't feel like I'm adding anything to the controller conversation when I do mm -hmm. that, but I should probably just let it go and just do it. Um, well, so. the, the idea behind this would be like at the same time, like 
that you're triggering a clip, you could also be opening the filter of that tra tra track channel mm -hmm. at oh, the same yeah. nice. time. So or like there's a bunch of it. Yeah, there's a but or you can like do the volume fade of the channel at the same time as triggering the clip. So there's a, a bunch of uses to a grid in this form. Oh, there, yeah. there is. There is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I just kind of like I know, but it's it's kind of boring at the same time. It is in some ways, but it's like I think we need to do it, you know, one of these days. So um let's see if I can do Corey, we hear you goofing off over there. <laughs> yeah, I wanna I want to show this something that he's over there playing with his sticks. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see this, Corey. Come on. So, so I, I know he still wants to be able to, be able to do this kind of stuff, stuff right? right? Yeah. You see, you the, see light the light up here still? This, this yeah. is very sensitive. Something light changed, and now we're getting echo. Yeah. Hold up. It's because, it's because my phone is involved, so I gotta shut, shut it up. Just, just, just bear with us for a second. Nope, you're fine. See that, see that light? Yeah. Okay. It's very, it's very sensitive. And the bounces. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. yeah. So, a, a question about these overlays. Um, and so they're basically just silicone, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They have magnets in them, so you can see it in like. So, if uh, you wanted to basically 3D print your own. Um, you can yeah, you can, and some people have experimented with that in our forums. Um, so you just like look up 3D printing in our forums, you'll see some users who have been doing that. Um, the one that, like when we've when we've tried it, um, if you just use like a standard like plastic filament from a you know a run of the mill run of the mill 3D printer, can't believe that I'm saying that. Um, that that stuff is pretty stiff, so you don't get a good force image if you make yeah. it continuous. But you can do things like uh, make a mask. Right, so that's imagine, that, well, yeah, that's so exactly where my mind was is yeah. making a grid and then I could fill it with silicone or whatever, you know. Yes, exactly. So you could mm. do something like that. Um, because yeah, 3D printing silicone is or anything like that with a it's a durometer, the hardness uh, durometer of like 50 short, short 50, I believe, is the measurement that we these are like 40 and 50 depending on the overlay. And so trying to get a 3D print of something that that short hardness is really like expensive. Um, and it's not that cool because they don't do multiple colors. And so, mm. you know, it's like trying to like you can get 70 or 60, I think that's relatively cheap, but it's it's one of those wormholes. I like um, there's this other stuff that I've been doing uh, with neoprene. And so these make nice surfaces and you can print stuff out. This one didn't turn out that great, but you can see this is I'm going to hold it back because this is in development. So you want, I don't want to. I don't want to say what it is. <laughs> well, you can see it's a lot like their video editing overlay, um, and nice. it, but it has different controls for different a different software. Hmm. But this is just neoprene, right? And I printed it on this like uh, at this company called PrinterStudio.com, and then what what they print it for is people who are like gamers and want dice dice mats. So yeah. they have like, you know, you can do different sizes and you can put like your fantasy castle printed on it and be like, yeah, I'm in the dungeon, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, your 20 sided die, like hands on the neoprene and it's fair and it, and it doesn't go everywhere. It's like a good surface for it. Um, so that's what that's for. But it's, it's also a really nice overlay material for prototyping or just, you know, making a custom overlay because it's cheap. Like you can print like I print, I recently printed, I think, 10 for like $50. I had to wow. cut them out, I had to cut them out, but you know, so it's like 
that's cheap. You know, you can do 10 of these things or you can do four for like $25. You can fit four on a pad for like 25 bucks or something. So it's a good way to go. Um, and it turns out, Still, I mean, that's a, that's a, that opens up a whole new world of possibilities, right? For people that want to make custom things or, cause you have this right. one where you can draw on it. The one you were talking about, the innovators pad, you have the one where you can draw on it and stuff. Yeah. But if you have, you know, put together something that you want to use with, with a little more permanency or something, you can go yes. and get this printed up. That's dope. Exactly. So like, go ahead and share my screen again. Cause I wanted to show you another thing that is kind of cool. Um, let me go to back to my Max. So this is using uh, Max MSP. Mm -hmm. Let me make my image here better. And so this is merging a camera with a, a plane that takes in the visualizer. Mm, and I showed something yes. like this at Perfect Circuit where I actually like made this an instrument, you know, it was a visual instrument wow. so I could, you know, visualize this stuff and then also play sound by taking all that data and and then applying it to a, a synthesizer, a soft synth. That's um, dope. Yeah, so I mean, this is just kind of like a cool, like, oh, I can do live visuals this way, you know? Uh, that's, mm -hmm. how does that, um, the sense of morph uh, translate vibrations? Let's say I have it on the table. And well, yeah, so it's gonna be, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because the crazy ideas that run through my mind is like, what if I took a tiny Bluetooth speaker and put it on the mm. sensor morph. Uh, well, it's probably not gonna. It would only sense low frequency. You know, frequencies. Yeah, below. yeah, it would sense low frequency. A thousand hertz, but uh, five hundred hertz or whatever. But yeah. I have a speaker on here now. Let me turn it up. Let's try it. I don't know. See what. Yeah, happens. I want. I want to check it out. Peter, Peter is ready for every single oh, scenario. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. I love here. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging this right now. <laughs> so, I, oh wait, I, I should. Take my hand off the table, so let's see. Because it could become like a contact mic on steroids. Well, oh, here we go. Well, the flip side of that would be: what if you're doing a live show and the base of the of the array system is so yeah. loud? Yeah. Well, don't put it on the array, okay? So here we go. Um, I don't know. Can you hear this? Let me put it up to my mic. So here's the sound. Nice yeah, we hear that. sound. Okay, so I'm gonna put the speaker on the morph, and you'll see the. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not touching it. That's just the sound making it vibrate. That's dope. That's, that's, that's actually really cool because then you could do like, you can send that as like a modulation source just as like the low frequency coming from something. And that's mm -hmm. pretty rad. You guys think like artists. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I'm already getting back to my dirty cartoon and other things oh, that I could again. put on it to vibrate. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna vibrate my dirty cartoon, Ken and Ken. Ken's We're taking this down an ugly path as quick as Ken, possible. He's just gonna ask you if it can make wings for him. That's oh, it. Jen got me three new bags of wings. I can't. <laughs> I am social, socially isolating like a boss. I got so many frozen wings in my freezer right oh now. Oh my gosh. This okay, let's can. see. I'm gonna see if I can. Oh yeah, here's the puppet. Um, let me. Okay, let's see if we can make this work. So, uh, are, are you still sharing my screen? No, you you okay. need to click this share screen again. Okay, good. It went away. Uh, let me go ahead and see if I can make this work. That would be amazing because this is. I won't have the sound, but we will have the visuals, and that's 
you know, we're on a visual medium right here. No one cares about the sound. Right. Um, side note, just so that people know, um, because I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit surprised because I had been looking at a, a, a competing product for this recently. And I went to the site like now while we're on the show. Mm -hmm. the, the Morph with one overlay is only 249 Like, yes. I was thoroughly surprised by that. I was expecting like 479 or something nah, like Ken. that. This is this is super attainable, and that's what's that's why I when at Nam when he told me how much it was going to be, I was like, wait, this is going to be that much? Oh well, yeah, because like the other product that I've been looking at's like four sixty nine or something like that. I think. Starting. Yeah, you can get a bundle of this for probably cheaper than that with all the it's, overlays, and it's also way more like fun to use than a touche. Well, the, the one that really gets me excited on here, I'll share this real quick just so that people can see what I'm talking about, um, is so there's there's different bundles with all the different overlays. Like here's here's the, you know, the morph with one overlay is 249 and then they've got the music maker bundle here, which gives you keyboard. Yeah, that's dope. Gives you the, the yellow drum pad and it gives you the, the finger drumming pad. Um, the one that I really like is, is this cr uh, creative producers kit. For two ninety nine, yep. that Easily. gives you the the, you know the thunder. Um, what is it called? The Thunderbird. The the Bukla Thunder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bukla Thunder overlay. Yeah. Yeah. As you can so, see, I, I'm I'm kind of into Don Bukla. I don't my. I got I got my Don Bukla poster up there. Nice. Dude, I got I got so many here. original Bukla albums, like vinyl. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all about that. Um so the and I would want the innovators overlay. Yeah. I probably want a couple of those. But the the one thing out of all of that that I would say that I really do want to see is like Man, make that switch happen for the for the high speed mode. But so uh, scroll down there a little bit more, Ken, so that one with all of them complete the complete morph up a little bit. It's like the second oh. row. Oh, there it is, right here. Yeah. Complete so morph. I mean, like oh, you can literally have all of them for yeah. That's nine. yeah. That's that's really great. That's a really great bundle because and still it's cheaper than the Roly Music Kit. It's mm -hmm. cheaper than a lot of products out there. To that, be honest. Yeah, it's cheaper than a lot. And think about yeah. what you're getting. Because what happens when you like start messing with a roller, you're like, man, I don't want to use this layout. Oh, I'm stuck with it because I paid 500 bucks, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, oh, this is great, man. I'm, I'm super. Yeah, I, I'm actually really surprised at, at the price point on this now. So that's one of the, one of the things about like the, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, with the morph is that you can like, especially for MPE, this is what makes me like super excited about it is that you can use any shape. Like you can do, uh, you know, MPE with the drum pads, mm -hmm. you know, you can, and the, the thunder is really great for MPE because it's like, you don't, you slide up and down on this stuff and you're not going to hit a flat key, right? Whereas yeah. like the piano, a piano is not really, it's designed for a thing with like strings and mechanical hammers and like and trying to fit you know a, an octave within the space of 10 hands that's what it's or within a space of a hand really you know and so that's what the design of that is for it's not designed for like sliding around and massaging weird sound mm -hmm. and, you know and that was like don's idea with the thunder is like yes you need to be able to slide around and make weird sound <laughs> yeah yeah well, yeah he designed, he designed something that you could go outside of the, the conventional with because he knew that the instrument that he was designing was a conventional sounds incon unconventional sound source yes. so you kind of have to match it with that it does yeah. it does beg the question though if i had two sensor morphs side by side um 
Could you set one to one octave and the other to the other octave so that you could kind of have more octaves there? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Definitely. Um, cool. Yeah, that's totally a, a thing you can do. <laughs> uh, so I am actually... Stop it, Steel. I know what you're thinking. I know exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. Stop it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Ken's like, I want to create an 88-key sensor. Uh, <laughs> there's the, a guy who did that. He made a... Basically yeah, his name is Ken. <laughs> no, no, this guy uh, in Spain, I met him at Superbooth a couple years ago. He, he showed me, he's like, hey, I've got four morphs, and I have this... He made a piano overlay for it called the Continuano. And so it was essentially... He built his own Hawken continuum. Oh, that's great. Wow, um, that's he, crazy. He, yes, he, did a, he did a lot of work to be able to like, so he got deep into it and like went, went into the API and did all Did he use the there. developer's cable? No. That, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no I, funny we should ask about that because I actually Yeah, yeah. I know you look. I love it. Peter is like almost kind of like Ken. You know, you could mention anything. Ken could go under his table, pull yeah. one out. Because when we used to do this, Pete has that vibe going too. <laughs> and and you know just what? so you know, just so you know, Steel, it, it's in that category of I either want zero or I want two, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's in that category. <laughs> so, this is, so this is an Arduino with a, a DMX shield wrapped up in a Lego case. Oh, that's cool. Wow, um, dope. And so this is this controls lights. Um I, nice. if, I could probably get that working, but I got I gotta show you this other thing. I'm dying to make this robot work. Um, okay. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. Hey, Corey. Click screen you know, share. Did, did you notice that in the text it says eat people instead of beatpeople.com? Does it? In yeah. what text? Like, if you look at uh, the comment. Oh, it does. Because, it, because it's covered up with the comment. It says eatpeople.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's classic. Hey, man, it is the end of the We world. do what we got to do, man. Beat <laughs> people is Soylent Green. Quarantine. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Soylent Green for the hip-hop community. <laughs> eatpeople.com. So I want to pose this question while you get that ready, yeah. Peter. Yeah. The, the, uh, the guy said, can you link multiples of these together? Is that what the guy in Spain did? Or he, he had to do some a little bit of kind of self-development for himself no he definitely had to do some development um okay yeah it was I don't think the box, it was you can't necessarily link three or four together and 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 do all that but you can take them and plug them into a usb hub and control different things for them yes. as different controls yeah, yeah yeah just like i mean yeah just like any usb just like anything else right yeah, yeah. exactly um hmm, i don't know i may i may be failing on this demo but we'll see. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, man. Nobody's perfect, man. Uh, yeah. You, we'll you see, just helped develop one of the dopest pieces of gear that's out, you know, right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that is good <laughs> enough, young man. <laughs> I'm not so young. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, so let me share my screen. Just if nothing else, I'll give people a taste of what a what a a uh, hurriedly patched together max patch looks like so oh wow <laughs> it's it's uh let's see i'm going to share the entire screen yeah um okay there you go that's a that's a max oh patch. yeah that's what i love right there and it says humanoid humanoid okay uh <laughs> let's see so where is <clears throat> robot yeah i think this is the one i want okay Oh yeah, they've got something. 
Oh. Oh, cool. So, so you got it animated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. nice. So I can, I'm going to just kind of float this guy around in space a little bit and then, yeah. So I just mash around on the morph. He's animating and he's a digital puppet, right? So that's, that's awesome. dope. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Like it's stuff that you, that like, I wouldn't even think about like, cause obviously you look at this and like, yo, that's going to be dope expressivity for me making music. But then when you get into all of this stuff, this right. is like a tool for so many things. Like yeah. you, there's, there's a lot of teaching with it. You, you know what I mean? There's a lot of dope performance capabilities with it. Um, this is really super cool, man. Like somebody said in the comments, it's very forward thinking sort of product. I want a sensual outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you want people to just hey, go around poking you and touching you? No, I mean, I mean, like, I just want to be like, oh, look at this automation. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's uh, look at this. I'm gonna make that light blink. You start squeezing your own yeah. shoulder. <laughs> automation after dark. <laughs> you need me to draw some uh, cartoons for that? No. Nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Can we see the lights being controlled back here? Oh, that's yeah. Oh. That. Okay. So oh, that's dope. That is. And then I can I can use pressure to use pressure to engage the strobe mode. <laughs> oh, that's dope. So it's basically an RGB each. So I have two RGB color wheels mapped out here, and uh, and then that's just affecting the, the lights, the light color, and then the other color, and then da, 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 da. I can have a dance party in here. Who needs people? I have lighting. <laughs> yeah, this is so, really cool. But yeah, so this is just the, the morph with the developer's cable, and then going into Arduino, and just turning into a DMX lighting thing, and. This is actually on our blog, so if you just look up like DMX or Arduino on our blog, you'll find it. Nice. Man, I'm I'm interested in how I can integrate my OPZ and uh, and the uh, Sensor Morph together. Me too. I don't know. Um, I know. I'm. Well, I shouldn't. I say I know this. I I'm pretty sure it has a host mode on the OPZ, but I don't. Yeah, it know. does. It does. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it actually works, but. Um, because one of the things that I found is that a lot of a lot of USB hosts aren't ready for the morph because it shows up as it shows up as a gaming device, a keyboard, a MIDI controller, a serial gotcha. device, right? Cool. So it, that way, I mean, that's one of the cool things is you can mix keystrokes and MIDI on this thing when you do your when you do your like innovator stuff. Um, that's cool. Yeah, because there's like there's stuff, a lot of like a lot of DAWs. You're like, well, I can't control that thing via MIDI, but I can do it via keystrokes. And so if you're mm -hmm. doing if you're making something specific for your DAW. You can have MIDI stuff along with keystrokes on the same control surface, which is so. Here's cool. a kind of just another question about usability of this thing. Uh, yeah. So, so say you design an interface for it that you want, and you save that interface, and you've got this cool like MPE, you know, interface happening, and you want to take it and just plug it into like your Euro rack or whatever. It saves that interface inside the morph. Yeah. How yeah. Is there a pot? Can, can you still swap between multiple interfaces or do you have to load in a new one each time if it's a custom one? No, no, no. So, well, oh, if it's a custom one, there's only one custom map. Okay. So, yeah, there's only one custom map. And if so, if you wanted to change that custom mapping, um, then you would have to, yeah, use a computer to load a new one on it. Okay. Uh, this is, again, something that we would, that we, an improvement that we're looking to make. Uh, <clears throat> 
I'm going to say before the end of the year and just put. Would the, that would that require a hardware on update as far as more memory, or are you talking about a soft update? No, it would be a soft. It would just be a soft a firmware. Oh, update. cool. So, uh, but but at the same oh, time, though, you have that one custom overlay, but you also have the other overlays, like yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking about board, for custom right? stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, this, you can, can have multiple customs in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally. It's a reasonable request, and it's something that mm -hmm. we did for the the Bukla Thunder. So this actually has nine different presets on it. So you hold down the the programmer's bar up here. And uh, and then you have nine presets that you can access. So you can have like mm. different scales, or you know, for so by default, the first four are MPE. There's four different scales that are programmed for MPE. Uh, and then the then number five, these are all just like CCs for like a mixing board. Mm. Um, and then six, seven, eight, and nine are just standard single channel MIDI. Um, so Very if you're cool. using MPE, wow. you can use these. If you're using like Ableton or whatever, you can use these and. Um, it sounds like you guys are steady, yeah. active, developing for it, though. Like, it's, yeah, it's not I like mean, a run-and-done product. It's something I, that you guys are still kind of showcasing oh, with. Absolutely. You know, and it's some, you know, we have future developments, but I do, you know. Uh, there have been some people on the forum who have been like, you guys aren't updating fast enough, you know. And I, no, this, this that's every product. Too much. I know, but I, I <laughs> Those are the people that don't make music. I empathize with them, but but at the same time, it's like, well, there is a lot of cool shit that we you can do here. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what kind of music are you trying to make? Because I'm like, bro, you're like, it doesn't have hieroglyphics built. I don't know, like, bro, why why do you need that? Because maybe people like to draw not one dirty cartoon, but many. Ken. Across many centuries. <laughs> Let me ask you, though. I'm, I've been curious about the Bukla Thunder because that wasn't one of the original sets of no. overlays, right? No, so how did that, that come about? So that came about when we... It was funny because like when I first started working with Sensel, uh, my good friend, uh, Kurt Karasaki, who's kind of an oh, underground... Yeah. Hey, yeah, Pep, there yeah. you go. I was going to say, a lot of people know him. A lot of you, like, that's kind of my litmus test for a lot of people. I'll be like, hey, do you know Kurt? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know Kurt. Or they'll be like, no, I don't know him. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder about you. <laughs> but, but he was like, you guys should do a Thunder overlay. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I like the idea. I was like, it seems kind of far out. I'm like, you know, I'm not sure we're quite ready to do that. But, mm -hmm. you know, it was definitely like, I was like, oh, it makes so many, so much sense. And, and like, I've known, I know Joel Davel, who's the uh, chief engineer behind Bukla for, I don't know, for 30 years or so now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and so I, you know, ran, ran into him at like a trade show and we were talking we're like, hey, maybe there's something cool we could do. And we're, you know, we're talking about it and we're like, well, maybe we should just try to do this Thunder Overlay thing. And the cool thing is, is that as a company, like they're very, they're easy to work with, you know, like Eric nice. Fox, Eric Fox and is, you know, sort of the, is the CEO of Bukla and also like Fox Tone Distribution. And mm -hmm. he just wants to, he wants to do yeah, cool everything, product. man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I think this is a great idea. He, you know. And I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I was like, we can't promise huge paychecks out of this. He's like, it's cool. Like, it's going <clears> to <throat> get the Bukla name out there to yeah. people that, you know, and mm -hmm. give people an opportunity to experience some of what Dom was doing. And they had uh, just taken it over, too. So it was kind of a good move to kind of. Uh, it had been yeah. a couple of years. It had been a couple of years, I think, that, you know, because it was like in 2016, I think, when they did that. Yeah. 20, 2017, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was recent. I mean, that's still yeah. pretty damn recent. No, though. it is. I mean, in terms yeah. of Bukla. We're talking yeah. recent. 
Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's pretty recent compared to Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really cool. And I, I really like it because it really, like, yeah, it definitely, like, did way better than we thought it was going to do. Because I was like, this is kind of a weird play, but, hey, let's try it. You know, and it's like people are into it, you know. And Is it one of your more popular overlays? Yeah, it is. I can believe that because I see it a lot and not just because lately I've been really into looking for what people are doing with it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I've, I've been seeing it a lot, a lot, you know, because people listen. Here's the thing. You can be curious about Bukla stuff, but Bukla is not the curious kind of price point. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you cannot just, you, you know, got, you got to be rich and curious. Yeah, you gotta be rich and curious. Like, oh curious. man, I'm curious. It's yeah. like buying fancy cold cuts. That's right. You don't gotta be rich. You just gotta have weird priorities. Like, you, you know just gotta know where to place your priorities. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Get one outfit every three years. I'm getting a bootle. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So but this is cool to, for you to take something from that sort of you know setup and that paradigm and bring it into something like this that makes it more accessible to so many people and i think that's why i'm seeing so much of it out there because there's a lot of curiosity for people that are eurac and that made no synthesis you you're not just going to be able to just go cop a bukla this gives you a little bit of that expressivity and some of that yeah. bukla taste and into a, a, a more accessible sort of format and price point yeah and i, like I would wow i would love to use this with the arteria bukla easel it's, oh. it's, it's really cool. Like, it, oh really? Oh, yeah. the, the, I'm gonna open say, that up now. <laughs> I, have, I have to say that the that the the you know the the drawback is that the the easel V is not MPE. So oh, that's right. So but it's a yeah. money, but it's also it's a, it's a monophonic instrument to start with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can definitely do, especially like especially in Bitwig, uh, because Bitwig makes like the expression parameters from MPE really yeah. easy to apply. You can do cool stuff with it, and yeah, it's really it's really a, a joy to just sort of get that experience. So like I've got my I've got my full Bukla circle going on, and I you know I'm not three thousand dollars minimum poor. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, dude, exactly. I borrowed I borrowed one of these for like two weeks, and it was just sitting in my house, and I made so much dope shit. Oh, uh, I we had the oh. so they Bukla came out with the Easel Command module, which is basically the top of the yeah, easel, I want of the that. music Easel. I want um, that. so they they premiered that we had one of two devices at Nam, um, one of two existing Easel Command oh, modules. Nice. It was great. So uh, we were demoing that in our booth. With the with the thunder um, overlay, so they did a they did a Kickstarter for it, and like one of the one of the like you know top tier backers, they, they would get a morph with it. So oh, it's no. designed it's designed that you you know it has a USB host in the easel command. You can plug the morph right in, and then there's you know easy mappings to actually control some of the timbre parameters and things like that. Um, and yeah, it was just so fun to just. I mean, I spent a lot of time at Nam just like. Re, you know, sort of a lot. Of the, so one of the things is that people come up and they like, they don't really know how that thing works, and they just start moving stuff because it's a hands-on mm -hmm. event. Yeah. But when you do that with a, a, a music easel, it's just like things go south real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you got you kind of got to be tactical with it. Yeah, and so it was funny because you know, and I was like, you know, I was kind of the person at the booth who knew the knew the most, and I didn't know that much about it. Like I could get it to a point where, it was, you know, where it would make a sound that wasn't. Um, unbearable, and mm -hmm. uh, 
but it was the, the great thing was it was like oh i gotta fix the nuclear again so i was like oh yeah i'm just gonna play around. <laughs> that's like, classic. yeah and just like be there front and center just like doing weird stuff on the thunder and just getting the getting all this cool stuff going and i just like zone out on it for a while like uh i need Let's a break from, i need a break things, from all these man. people i'm just gonna perform yes yes it would be perfect for this yes yeah. you know yeah <laughs> you know because this so thing's already kind of set up for polyphonic aftertouch and is it really something yeah yeah oh. yeah this is polyphonic aftertouch but cool. it's you know it's pcb um keyboard yeah so something like a morph you could do way deeper than that and it does have yeah. some cool morphing um and, and modulation <laughs> <keyboard>. <laughs> so, uh, yo ken yo okay okay yeah. okay okay wait a minute wait a minute okay so I would cut the whole keyboard off of that microphone and just use it. With a there's system. actually a, there's a, it's not a kit per se, but it's, so there's a, a company out there doing a 3d printed piece where you can just, you don't even have to damage this thing. If you open it up, which I've done multiple times, I did some of the testing for this. Um, if you open this thing up, this whole piece actually will come off. So it's just a simple, you know, ribbon cable and you can separate it. So this little kit that you can get basically replaces that bottom section right there oh, in the front. Snap. So That's it crazy. just becomes a module. Oh. Well, guess who's doing that? <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Peter, have you messed have you messed with uh the Sensor Morph with Animog or the Model 15 app from on the iPad? No, I should. Because actually, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking those two would be my nuts with I was it. thinking more of the audio damage. Um, oh, Quanta, Quanta, and yeah, uh, man, it's, yeah. Quanta is like one of my go-to demos with with the morph. Um, and with this, yeah. So this is like this is my latest jam, and I just spent. So that was what I was playing here. Um, We're gonna battle. Me and Peter are gonna battle about who can pull more crap out from underneath. <laughs> the chair. I got one too, Peter. (laughs) Look, look. I question what's under Ken's table. I don't even know if he has pants on right now. Listen, listen, don't don't worry about it. I got cartoons for that. Oh, there you go. There's a thing called the internet for that. So, but do you do you have a battery pack attached to your black box? Oh, you want to talk batteries? Oh no no no! You don't even want to go there right now. You just challenged Ken to the wrong battle. Okay, I'll stop. This guy's been testing batteries. Batteries force to take that mobile. You know how big that is? It's big in my pocket. And can fit in your pocket. I've got batteries that'll power. This entire modular rig can be battery powered. Oh, so you must be doing modular on the spot stuff. Is that what you're? Man, you're I'm not bringing 35 gram modular, modular anywhere. Ken, Ken, <laughs> hooks up, Ken hooks up jumper cables to his. To his but I have been doing course. this. Look, let me show you this. There he goes. And every every show at some point, Ken's like, "Hold on, I'll be right back," and he's coming so back. This has been my laptop stuff. jam lately. Is the uh, the Tempest and uh, this battery. Oh, and, wow. Uh, okay. And then this battery, I can also power my force from. So yeah, that's been this has been the portable jam lately. Nice. So this is so this is my this is like the portable jam that I'm trying to like. Oh, dope. Right. This is it. This is right here, right? You know, this is Mm -hmm. battery, a morph, and the black box. So today I did. So I'll give you a preview of a video I'm working on. Um, You know, since we're I got I got a seven year old, and you know we're homeschooling. And, you know, we're all stuck in the house and 
yesterday my my wife just about lost it because she she's been sort of doing a lot of the child care stuff while mm. I'm in my while I'm in my shed trying to furiously get stuff done. My wife's a teacher, so she's totally equipped to like homeschool. Okay, I know that rhythm. Um, yeah. You know, and so, but today, like I, I was with Sam for a little while. And so what we did is we just like made a list. I was like, okay, what's a list of stuff that you have that makes cool sounds? You know, I threw out ideas and he's like, oh, I know this. And so we listened to a bunch of stuff. And then when we went through and recorded uh, a bunch of stuff onto the iPhone. And then I'm, tra so I'm transferring the sounds that we, that we recorded onto here. And then we're going to do a little, do a little track together. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So that's kind of like, <laughs> so this is, um, Let's see. That's a train. This is a train. I'll put it next to the microphone. Train whistle slowed down. This is the, this is um. That's that's like a little harmonica he made. He has like this like the unboard book. So it's just got like all these projects for kids. Oh, that's cool. So it was nice. like basically two popsicle sticks with a little bit of band in between. Um, and then this is an actual harmonica. Uh, that's water gurgling in the sink. It's like that could be many things. Yeah. <laughs> Mixturation, I'll say. Uh, this, I don't remember what this is. It's pitched way down. Sounds like Sister. cars driving by. Uh, I forget what it is. Down. It's so this is a, a door No, this is a Nerf, a Nerf gun, but pitched way down. Oh wow! Oh, that's then, dope. wow! That's dope. I know. And then this is a nerf gun. <laughs> this is a nerf gun pitched way up. That's cool. Nice. Uh, you literally oh, have the recipes so for like that's all like a Pharrell track right there. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's too true. It's just Pharrell Neptos all day. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, that's a new uh, nerd banger right there. <laughs> <laughs> nerd, nerd banger. <laughs> Dude, I love oh. seeing other people talking about going nuts from homeschooling because we've been homeschooling for like 13 years now. So it's oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah so you're like, what? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Home, home and I got three. I got great. three. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it is funny, though, because it's like, yeah, we, it's not too big of a change for us to shelter in place. It's kind of like summer, but with more structure, because my wife's an elementary school teacher, you know, and so in the summers, like, I work from home mostly. She's around. Mm -hmm. Sam's around, you know, and so... It's kind of like that, though it is it is more intense because it's, you can't do anything fun because all fun has been canceled. That's right. Yeah, I told my kids today. <laughs> you said all fun. You literally said to your kids, guys, all fun has been canceled. I, I was about to tell them breathing was canceled. <laughs> they, they were being bad today. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I want to ask you this question. That there's somebody saying we need an iOS editor. Is there anything like that on the horizon for it? There, yeah, we have, we definitely, that's on our roadmap. Yes. Very cool. We very much want to have that happen because yeah, we recognize it's like, this is again, like, you know, got your, your OG iPad too. And you're exactly the same, you know, like this is a studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, yeah, you want that to be, you want that to be independent. We, we definitely recognize that because it's, um, it definitely is like that, kind of puts it into a whole new ballpark but um mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because it's like you don't want to have to have a computer in the mix if this is what your jam is. And there's a lot of jamming to be done on that. So I'm also um, yeah. I'm also fascinated with the new AR tech. Well, not new, but with the AR technology that Apple is introducing into, um, you know, a lot of apps. Yeah. And the whole touch and 3D environment together, like games that could utilize, like, well, I'm putting pressure here. But I'm also seeing 3D environments in front of me yeah. via the camera on my phone. So this technology kind of like opens possibilities for a lot of development in different areas. Even like like you showed us before animation, like instead of having to draw frames, you can literally touch all the frames out. Right. I mean what I had what I had going was like a really like um crude obviously crude animation. Like you don't have really great control over the character, but mm -hmm. You know, the potential and possibility. Oh, yeah, the potential refinement, like, and also mm -hmm. just interacting in 3D space is, you know, like for CAD, like people who work with CAD, you're yeah. using like these crazy mice, and it's just like there's there's opportunities with this device that, you know, I, unfortunately there's you know again it's that habits thing, like you have to break all these habits and you have to find that really great way of interacting, but um, there's definitely like we showed some demos at CES that showed some really basic CAD navigation with a track pressure sensitive trackpad that says like, oh, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and oh. yeah, so it's just like yeah, animation and you know, like with the AR stuff you're talking about, like you know, you could have, you know, this doesn't have labels on it, but if you had, you know, an AR, AR screen you know, that gave you those labels, you know, just by pointing at you like, Oh, okay. That's what that button does just by yeah. pointing and aligning. That's and, you know, yeah. because it's like the touch screen is cool, but it's not, there's so much more that you can, that you need from, you know, from, from devices that you touch than a touch screen. Cause this is much nicer than glass. Um, and then also just, of course, pressure sensitivity is, you know, a much much higher dynamic range on something. Hey, like Ken, that. you're muted. Just being able to tactile, you know, feel the ridges of a pad and that sort of thing. You know, right. That just that alone, and same with a fader or something. You might not need, you know, a physical fader, but the the ridge of the fader to know where your hand placement is, so that you're not looking down at a piece of glass while you're trying to mix and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, this would, I'm thinking like, man, this would be so dope for the blind and like, yeah, just totally. like just the the kind of um yeah. interaction because my dad is blind so ah, okay so i'm thinking about how this would help my dad yeah like if he had something like this to like just imagine if his phone the right. buttons were made out of this <laughs> you know what I i'm know, saying like, yeah if you had a, if you had like an auxiliary device it's like oh okay this is my phone these are my number pads for the phone and you know, there would be different interfaces. You could just swap those interfaces. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is, it's kind of blowing my mind just because. Yeah, that's dope. Because you could, you could do this technology on that fits in a case. Yeah. A phone, right? <laughs> and then this overlay to be able to but do that. You know what? Let me, stop, let me stop talking because they probably got all these ideas and I'm probably like opening Pandora's box and somebody. There, there, is, a bit of, there is a bit of like a development black hole because it's like, it's definitely something that we've been approached about like mm -hmm. accessibility communities. And mm -hmm. like that, and we're just not, we're not tooled up for it, you know? And that's, it's really a different, like, it's a very different, I, I hate to say it, different customer, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't, we don't have that expertise and we're, and it's not the core focus of our business right now. So it's like, I think eventually we will find the right 
like partner or person yeah. is going to be able to like shepherd this type of stuff through it. But like right now it's just like, yeah, we, we see the potential, but we can't meet it right now because it's a level of resource that we don't have. So it's I'm really, it's, you guys stick and focused in music for now. It's very easy to get distracted by this thing. Cause it's like, Oh, it does this. And like, you always say yes to what it can do. Yeah. And, or, and then there's also like, like you guys are experiencing, and you're like, Oh, you could do this. You could do this. And it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, but we just gotta try to focus on something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Hey, you Ken, focus on something or get nothing done, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Ken, yeah. Hey, Ken, imagine interfacing this <clears throat> with your tempest and your rhythm. Oh, I'm not. I, you know what? I'm thinking about it even more with the 301. Yeah, dude, that's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking about. Because I use that exactly as like why the ER ER for the right module. Yeah, so all of us have the ER 301, and you know we build a lot of stuff in it, and we kind of like. You know, and this kind of seems like well, I could build. That's why. One. That's exactly why my mind went to the. Yeah, I'm like, oh, right, like, okay. Well, you know what we got to do? That. We got to get a follow up podcast because right now, yeah, we're, we do. We're spitting out like all these ideas. Million we things. We got to do the follow up. We're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we do did this what I did. Up. This is how it happened. This is what. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Peter, I'm gonna take you up on that. We should, right. we should get back together next month or something. Okay. And then, and then see what we've come across. Somehow, Ken got his sensor morph pregnant. Because new technology. <laughs> Like, did you know that you can get silicone? Somehow, a new species was I just born. got an idea for a whole new custom interface. Oh my god, I'm not even joking, man. I'm, I'm just gonna say, don't get any on me, okay? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Keep it over there, buddy. Yeah, yeah so hey, Peter, I, I want to you just your in place, all right? Yeah, <laughs> look, he's looking no, drawings, look at his drawing. He's going crazy now. He's look at him. He's moving all fast. Yeah, because right now it's like we're dream people. We got it. We got to do be people. So we got to. We got to get. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Oh man. So yeah, man. I appreciate you coming through, man. This has been a good, good chat. Yeah, and we, we're gonna do. We're gonna do that follow up thing, man. Yes. I think that's a great thing that we should do. Yeah. Do a follow up thing, and oh. uh, um, yeah, we'll probably have some really cool stuff to talk about again by, by then because we can start all our brains are exploding towards the end of this thing here. Yes. Um, and so, is there anything you want to leave us with on the way out? Uh, yeah, just I don't know. Uh, keep you know, keep dreaming. Let's figure stuff out. You know, like obviously we all are. You know, this whole shelter in place thing has us everybody going crazy. Some people I know are definitely struggling obviously in the music industry it's like yeah so i want to keep pushing through ideas because i do think that you know it's going to be very hard but we also are creative enough as a community that i think we're going to figure something out um and hopefully we can all figure out a way to make a living out of it um but yeah i mean that's, so that's you know that's kind of like what my pivot, you know, I'm up here in San Jose in Silicon Valley, so I have to use words like pivot. Um, yeah. you know, that's what my pivot has been. Classic know. conference room talk. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to circle back on my pivot, man. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's what, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing. I'm like, well, I just, I can't, I can't visit people in person at Superbooth and Synthplex and Loop. And and start feeding on ideas. I just got to start putting ideas We're out there. We're all kind of missing out on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what's great. Like I got you four guys, three guys here, and it's just like wow, we're hanging out. Um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, but so it's just like you know that's what I'm doing with Sensel. It's like I'm talking to artists, doing live streams, doing tutorials, yeah. 
just trying to feed people's imaginations and trying to like get ideas out there and try to do it live in real time. Um, and hopefully something sticks. Um, if it's not something that I do that sticks, somebody sees something I do, um, mm -hmm. or one of our artists is doing and gets a new idea and just like, how about I try this? So yeah, just fo keep following us on our socials. We keep making yeah. announcements and we'll get newsletters out there. We're giving away like sound packs with our artists. So last week I did an interview with, uh, uh Ralph Frund of Noisebusters, who's a Swiss based, uh, Psytrance dude. And mm. we did a sound pack for uh, the Sense of War for the MP overlay and uh, Bitwig. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the super cool thing. And then uh, tomorrow I'm doing one with a guy, Hugo Paris, uh, who's up in Portland. And we did a cool sound pack again for Bitwig and for UVI Falcon. So it's oh, basically nice. like a, it's an instrument for the Buchla Thunder overlay that kind of takes a lot of his sensibilities and takes a lot of his sounds and sort of puts them in software. So ah, uh, Falcon does MPE. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. So cool, cool man. That's, that's dope. So yeah, and every every artist that I work with, I want to try to get some sort of you know again, I'm going to use the corporate boardroom, the deliverable. You know, I want to get some mm -hmm. sort of some sort of thing that people can take away. Um, if it's not you know not just ideas, something to play with. Um, some sort of new creative angle on on working with controllers. Mm. So yeah, oh yeah, nice. that's, that's, super nice. cool. that's what we're doing. Well, thanks for coming. We did that, yeah, man. Great. All right. Well, yeah, really good conversation. Really engaging so and, and good yeah. products too, man. So cool. appreciate you coming on. We're gonna talk to you soon again, though. Yes. All right. Excellent. And uh, this has been Beat People Podcast, episode sixty. I will see you guys Saturday.